Hey, 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 welcome to the fourth season of Activate, a podcast consisting of purposeful conversations aimed at encouraging listeners to embrace both the beauty and chaos of life. Through laughter, tears, and brutally honest confessions, each episode will culminate with a call to action, offering tangible ways for listeners to not only strive for, but to become the best version of themselves. I'm Steph. And I'm KB. Steph is a certified holistic wellness and gut health specialist who has dedicated 10 years of her life to building multiple six-figure businesses online. And KB is a former network marketing hater turned top leader in her industry. She is a certified life coach helping women to get unstuck from the same chains that once held her back. Together, we have built a thriving business by helping incredible women just like you level up in their health and wealth, all while staying rooted in Christ. Thank you for being here. Let's do this. Well, welcome to Activate, everybody. Uh, It's like Activate after hours because we already did it. (laughs) Yeah, we've already talked about everything. And so literally at the same exact time, we both said, what are we going to talk about? You know, I love a plan. There isn't one. There is um, no plan. No but plan. also, if you guys have not listened to the last number of episodes too, there's been just some incredible information. You've, thank you for bringing on some of the most incredible gifts while I was just trying to keep my head above water. <laughs> uh, it's been so awesome to some of my, some of our favorite people, you know, yeah. every time I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't, you know, so. Um, I dipped into the Modair pool for sure. I, I think it's, that's one of the things that I keep um, being so thankful for is like, oh, Modair, God. obviously it brought me income and it brought me, you know, confidence and self-esteem and all these things, but the people. People, man. It's just the greatest thing ever. And I know you, you aren't in it, but we're doing this Bible study now. I mean, you just don't have, you ha- don't have that time yeah. right now. Um, but man, we just sat there yesterday and just held space for each other. And it's crazy how, um, how we just think, so much the same, but yet we always feel like we're so alone until you get into a group of, you know, um, just people who, I don't know. It's like, we're, we think alike about the big things, but you think these minuscule thoughts that you have and, you know, I don't know. It just turns out we're all thinking all the same things. And, you know, we have the same like fears and the same insecurities and the same, you know, just thoughts that are running through our heads and it's just so, it feels so good. And so, um, reassuring to know that you're not alone in that. Yeah, for sure. And it is, um, Anna did message me to join it and I was like, I'd love to next one around for sure. Um, but it really, um, again, it just matters. It matters who's at your table and like literally some of my absolute favorite people, are from Modair. Like mm-hmm. it's just incredible. Um, just the the magnitude of their values and what matters, and you know, uh, you know, people maybe that have a bad uh, <laughs> a bad feeling about what network marketing is or whatever, like you did, and then you know, coming into this and just seeing, like, man, these people probably have our back much at a higher level than people that have been in your life for 30 years. 100%. It's insane. And I have been just, I, I feel like I say poured into all the time, but my goodness, like just, it was so sweet. Um, Amy, who 
Mm-hmm. We I did an episode with Amy about blended families and she is on the Bible study and she just was talking to me the other day and she is so good. She said, she said this after the fact, but she had read somewhere one day, like, <clears throat> like, think about what you would say at a person's eulogy. If you were giving the eulogy at their funeral and then tell them, tell them now while they're here. And so she's so good at just like saying yeah. like, you know, this is, uh, this is what we think of you. And this is how you've changed our lives. And this is how, you know, just all these different things And it. Gosh, it feels so good to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple, you know, and then like Liz, Liz Garvey did it last night too. She's just like, I just want to, I just want to tell you, you know, just the, the most kind, beautiful words and that she's inspired by me. And I'm like, what? No, I'm inspired by you. Like, what do you yeah. even mean? You know? And it just, it's just so amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing, like the most genuine, um, you know, we really just hit the jackpot. Um, it matters. It matters what team you're on. It matters, you know, and it starts from the top down and, um, every single person in line, you know, whether they're up, or down from us yeah, or whatever, side. Side next to us. Like yep. none of that matters here. Um, and they just really are the most incredible people. You know, it's definitely who I talk to the most. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's such a blessing, truly just such a blessing and, in so many ways. And I just feel like God orchestrated yeah. it all. It wasn't oh, for me man. to make money. It wasn't for me to share collagen. It was yeah. for all these other reasons that are so much bigger than anything I could have imagined. So yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So feeling very blessed. Um, but speaking of opportunities, what the heck have you been up to? Man, oh man. So besides surviving a hurricane. <laughs> surviving the hurricane. Um, and surviving being away from my baby for two yeah. weeks, the first two weeks of school. That was the longest ever. Um, but he was able to stay with Chad for those two weeks. And, um, you know, it was great to see them just, they, they had a great, you know, two weeks together. Um, but I am now selling windows and doors with renewal by Anderson. Um, so it's, it's just incredible. It was another God thing. I'm now starting to realize that like, I continued to say or think that I was healed by losing all of that income. Mm -hmm. And again, I know I talk about losing all of the income. It had nothing to do with losing any amount of dollars. It had everything to do with, you know, that I had literally poured my heart and soul into, you know, it was a, it was a family to me. Um, And all of that was taken, you know, um, even the people that I, I gave them their business, gave them financial freedom, but gave them all of me. Um, And, you know, they were like afraid to talk to me or people wouldn't comment on my social media. They'd have to like text me so nobody saw it. And I just, you know, that was real crazy to me because I gave them life. You know, I've always, leadership is one of my things. And you kind of saw it. Like once all that happened, I just... I was dead inside. I couldn't lead anymore. I couldn't, you know, do any of these things. And so anyways, all to say, I'm so, so thankful, you know, that I didn't walk away from this opportunity either. Um, But it just is reminding me that was when my refining moment started. So it wasn't one year ago when I stopped working my business, so to speak. Now I never stopped, but you know what I mean? Like it really just, 
God works in the craziest ways. And anyways, this opportunity is a very, very, very big opportunity. Um, and had I not gone through all of that, I still don't think I would have ever. In fact, I know I wouldn't have ever until the day that I applied for this job, I wasn't ready for that. Um, I would have, you know, continued to tell myself like, oh, well, you don't have a four-year degree. Well, you don't have, you know, sure, you can do anything online because that's what you're good at, but you're not good at this high, you know, it's a, it's a career move. Um, but what I love about it is it has fueled my fire back again for the things that I do love to do with my business too. And now my business, you know, I'm doing this new macro, not, well, it's a new macro thing too. Um, but it gave me back my joy for that because it reminded me of my worth, you know, like, um, I think what I lost was my worth when I quote lost my money. It's I, I lost my business. I lost these people that were my family that, you know what I mean? Like, and so it, it really, um, took a toll on me. Um, and so now I just already have, seeing all of that. Like I see, I'm like, okay, God, I see now what happened. I see how it had to go. Um, but it's also giving me time. It's giving me my time back. I'm not sitting at a desk. Yeah. It's giving me time to, you know, I'll be driving to and from different appointments. I'll be able to get on these calls with our team or the Bible study or my you know, my clients, you know, like that's one thing it's, it, we both will talk about that forever. Um, you know, money is great with these opportunities, but for me, what I really had worked that hard for was my time. And it, you know, that, it, that was very apparent to me when I was sitting at that desk, like all day long, all I could think about is everything else I could have been doing. Yeah. My time, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. So I was gone in Orlando for two weeks. I was home on the weekends and um, now I know everything there is to know about doors and windows. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's incredible. But, you know, the the president of our company is a believer. Almost everybody there, you know, again, just, you know, everybody surrounding me or at my tables with our business and with this, you know, we're we're on the same track. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're yeah. we're here. It, uh -huh. it makes such a difference to be with like-minded people yeah, and not, not to say there's not value in hearing other people's perspectives, sure. but I mean, when, when your perspective is the biblical perspective, mm -hmm. um, you definitely want to be surrounded by those types of people because they yeah. continue to, you know, help you increase your faith and you're able to, um, I don't know. You can just speak to people differently who have the same values and beliefs. Yeah. Or at all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, it's unfortunate that, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that there's many people that can have the maturity to still at least have conversations, but you know, it, it starts to be a little bit few and far between. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to stay connected to people who have very differing beliefs as you, because you have yeah. less and less in common and the way the world is now, it's like, we're so it's, it's so polarizing and so divided that it's very difficult to wrap your mind around another perspective because we're so deeply, um, passionate about what we believe and right? in the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's just unfortunate because I feel like, you know, the ways in which people are, 
you know, I can have a conversation mm-hmm. and be kind and respectful and, yeah. you know, um, and I, I just don't really find that, um, it goes the other way. I don't believe what I believe. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's, um, obviously Jay is, you know, he breathes life into me, prays for me. And, you know, he, um, came up there the first night before mm-hmm. I was going into training the next day and like, literally just like prayed over me. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're the best thing ever. It's like, it's my first day of kindergarten tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but he was right there, you know, and he's just, he's just the best ever. So. Well, I love that. I love that so much. Um, trying to think what else I've been, I've been still doing this marriage coaching, um, which I'm loving. I had it yesterday and we had such a good night last night. It's so good to have just someone, an outsider's perspective and a minute it's a group. So there's three of us that are in it with the two coaches and it's just helping so much. And part of my homework, like the first week was to, because what I've been saying over and over is that I feel like I shut off parts of me that I was afraid Jonathan would not like about me in yeah. the beginning. I felt like there's such a, a, what's the word? There's such a gap between, in my head, there was such a gap between him and me, his morals, the things yeah. I had done versus the things he had not done. Um, <laughs> his... Oh, his success versus my lack of success yeah. is, um, I don't know, just all of it. It just felt like uh, such, um, a gap and Not I that he ever made, no, no, these are things that this is stuff I did inside my own yeah. mind. And it was yeah. like, if I felt like there was something that would be like, unattractive to him or something that would be like an, a red flag or alarming to him in any way. I just yeah. would notice those things and I would just take the silent little note. And I just always do this. Cause I feel like I was like, Nope, shut that off. Shut that off. Mm-hmm. Shut that off to where it became, I created a new version of me that mm-hmm. I thought he would love, but yeah. that, um, that absolutely like stamped out, um, real big giant pieces of who I am and what makes me did love from the beginning. I mean, no, there are parts that he definitely didn't love and that I definitely still don't know how to bring them back. But so it was interesting to take a look at those things. Like what did I audit? What are those things? And one of them was cooking and it was the weirdest thing. Cause I'm like, I loved I, I loved cooking for Jake. I love cooking for Caleb, but for some He's reason, Jonathan, so no, girl, not great. I huh? don't, I, ever since Caleb left, I don't do shit. <laughs> well, welcome to the club. <laughs> I batch cook, which no one here likes except for me, because I'm just like, I make a big yeah, bunch of it at the beginning of the week and then just deal with it because that's how I eat. And no one likes eating like that. So, oh. um, but so, okay. So I have to like dig into like, why? Well, he makes me feel insecure about my cooking. Like that I, I, he just t- two nights ago, I was like, well, wait, I was like cleaning up from dinner and I actually put effort into my, I made beef and noodles. I did the whole roast and then I made, and he didn't say anything. I'm like, was it good? And he's like, it was okay. And in my head, I'm like, I'm never cooking for you again, ever, never, ever (laughs) one time. And I'm like, 
And I'm over like, here burning pizzas, and Jay's like, baby, that was so that was good. good. No, and I was just like, I, don't, I had tears because it's like a thing for yeah. me. It's like this thing. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is why. This is why I don't want to cook for you. Um, and then <laughs> I, know, I know that's silly, but it's like, it's weird because I used to get so much joy out of that. I yeah. used to love to entertain and have people over. Yeah. And I'm like, why did I shut that off? And yeah. Um, I I had a whole list because you have the dream house for that. I know, and I don't want anybody over here <laughs> ever. Um, you know, I didn't. I didn't. I never hated being outside. Like I wasn't like a. I don't know why. I, I that was I, uh, that was almost like a. I think that was almost like a a screw you turn it off. Like oh, you like to be outside all the time. I don't like to go outside at all. I'm never. Oh, going yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But I was just trying to think like all the yeah. things. Like um, I love music. I love music. I he he doesn't. He music. doesn't love that. And so it's just like okay, shut that off. But no, I miss that. I love that. Yeah. Um. So we it's just, just interesting. Like, we're going. He doesn't like music for his mm, like yeah. you gotta get over that. Who right. doesn't like music? Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it was interesting to see to take a look at that list, actually write it down. Then I had homework to write down what does a perfect marriage look like to me. And so I wrote that down. I've never like thought of it like, hey, mm-hmm. let me actually write a list of what I would want this to look like. And I decided yesterday to send that to him. And it was funny. I said, I texted it, my idea of a perfect marriage. And it says deep emotional connection, common goals, common interests and hobbies, passion, laughing, honesty, trust, security, playfulness, and fun, deep respect, ride or die for each other, support, understanding, like you get me and equality, not a parent child, because I always feel like I'm the child. And I said, just sharing part of my homework. And he said, I've got some work to do. I'll try. And he said, the fun one might be tough for me. <laughs> but he has, he does what he thinks is fun. Right, right, right. Um, that I think is going to have to be like, all of a sudden, that's like, I was like, I'm going to start a new TikTok. I'm going to be the girl with the tape measure. <laughs> you might all of a sudden be the freaking the safari mom. Like, Maybe. I'm, I'm, it was, it was, but then so, so then my next homework was basically to create a date night at home where I like cook for him and then whatever it is that I want. And obviously there was, there was supposed to be a, a a happy ending. Okay. Uh Um, and it was a fail. Oh my word. Oh, I did. I have to do it again. I have to read it. Tell me about it. Okay. So here's the deal. So well, okay. So, okay. So I started off all wrong because all of a sudden Asher was just going to go to my in-laws. Like I, it wasn't planned and there was no, it was, it was two nights before school starts. So it was last Friday. Yeah. And he, they had just gotten home. What like Friday at 3am they got home from yeah. their trip. Yeah. So he wanted to go play with Brayden. So he went over there. I dropped him off at like four 30 or something. And I, I called Jonathan. He was at the church working and he didn't have his truck there. So I'm like, look, turn on the hot tub. And I'm going to come pick you up. I wasn't going to be able to make dinner because I didn't have that planned because I, I didn't know it was happening. So he's like, turn on the hot tub for who? And I was like, for me and you. And he's like, you're going to get in the hot tub? And I was like, yes, just turn on the hot tub. Okay. So it kind of started like that attitude. So then we get home and I get my, I charged up my speaker. Okay. I'm like, I'm taking music to the hot tub. So I got music. I got drinks out of the fridge. And he's like, you're going to drink? And I was like, yes, we're going to drink in the hot tub. And 
like I had this THC drink that I was having and he was yeah. having a, a seltzer or something. So I took that out there and he's very confused. Okay. Very <laughs> confused about what is happening. He's like, I'm in the hot tub. I'm drinking. I've got nineties country um, happening and I'm, I'm very happy. And we, it starts off great. We're talking. And then he's like, kind of like, on, like laying on me basically. And I'm like, bro, like, can you back up so we can, we're talking. Okay. This is emotional connection. So he's like, I'm sorry. I just, I just love you. I'm like, okay, I love you too. Well, then it starts raining. And I'm just thinking like my freaking hair's getting wet. This is like, but I'm committed now. And he's just looking at me very concerned. Like, do you need to get out? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> and he's like, we're not talking now. We're just, I'm, I'm drinking my drink and listening, singing the songs. And he's just kind of like floating around the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> So finally, I'm like, is there okay. cameras? <laughs> Actually, there are. I, I, I was like, okay, maybe we should go in because it, it now it's it's raining, okay? And so now we go in, and we're both just kind of like standing in the kitchen, soaking wet and cold. And uh, I don't know what's for dinner. There's nothing. And he's like, do you want to take a bath? And I'm like, yes, because we're both freezing. Yeah. But then I'm like, we always take a bath. Like, this is not, this is not date night. So then we go take a bath. I look out the window. There's a beautiful rainbow, like the most beautiful rainbow. And I was like, baby, we got to go. We got to go see the rainbow. And he immediately is like, why? Because you need to put it on Instagram. And I was like, uh, well, no, I mean, that would be a good idea. And I will do that. Did we say that the other day about the fire? Wait, what fire? About s'mores. Wait, did he say what? Did he say, are you posting this? Uh, he just didn't want to be on it. So yes, there was a thing about, yeah, he didn't want to be, he doesn't want to be on it. I'm like, do you want people to think I don't have a husband or that yeah. I do because just be in there. But anyway, so I'm like, let's go for a ranger ride. He dude always wants to take me for a ranger. ride, And I'm like, no, man, I'm going to get a bug bite. I'm not going out there. Yeah. So we go, we get in the rain ranger. I'm not, I'm purposely not videoing the rainbow. Okay. I'm just looking at it and admiring it and saying how pretty it is. And then he's just kind of like staring at, we're just sitting in the ranger in front of the rainbow and he's just looking at me and I'm like, what? And he's like, well, I mean, where do you want, where do you want me to go? And I'm like, you always want to drive me around. I don't know. Take me on a ranger ride. So I'm irritated. And he's so confused. He has no idea what's happening. So, <laughs> so he's like, finally, is this where you tell me the oh, news? Right, right. And he's like, what is going on? Who are you? So then we go back inside and I'm just defeated. I'm like, do you just want to get in bed and watch a show? And he's like, yeah, like basically he's like, thank God we're doing something normal. I don't know like, <laughs> what to do with this person. <laughs> oh, so we got in bed and watched a show and that was all we did in bed. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, we're going to, I'm going to have to try again another day. But I tried to tell him that, look, I can see that I've made it really difficult for you to make me happy in the ways that you would try to make me happy. Because I say, no, everything he asked me to do, I say, no. Yeah. He'll be like, do you want to do that? But I, for the longest time I was feeling like he only asked me to do shit. He knows I don't want to do. So like, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to go outside with you at six 30. Duh. <laughs> um, all that I just can look out the window and see mosquitoes. But so, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been telling myself, you have to say yes. So like it started with pickleball. He said, do you want to play pickleball? And I was like, absolutely no in my head, but I'm like, yes, comes out my mouth. So then I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we go play pickleball and it's fun. We laugh because okay, we're horrible. We've been like this whole, do we play tennis or do we play pickleball? Do we play tennis or do we play pickleball? I mean, just pick one and go play it. No, both, we haven't done either. We're doing so, it. So we've been doing that. And then Ashley will come out sometimes and that's fun too. And I mean, we just crack up because we're horrible. Oh, I'm horrible. I, anything with a ball and hand-eye coordination is problematic for me. Yeah. So, um, so it started with that. And then like when I was thinking of date night, I'm like, okay, he always wants me to get in the hot tub. He always wants to take me for a ranger ride. So I'm trying to think of things Aww. that he like likes me to do, but yeah. it was very confusing to him, obviously. Well, then last night he's <laughs> like, do you want to go out to dinner? And it's Wednesday. Right. And I'm just like, well, hell no, I don't not count my macros on a Wednesday. <laughs> Then I'm like, I it, but but that's in my head and out my mouth came yes and I'm like okay oh we're doing this so okay. but then he's confused to get he knows I'm gonna say no so then he he can't think of anywhere he wants to go out to no one even wants to go out for dinner he's just throwing shit to the wind and I'm saying yeah. yes and he doesn't know what to do and so I'm like do we even do we want to go to dinner and he's like I don't know he's like do you want to go for a walk and I was like yeah I did it but I'm like okay we're gonna go for a walk. I already had 10,000 steps for the day. So that part was great. We went outside. We asked Ashley if he wanted to come. He didn't want to come. So we just went for, we got a dog out and we went for a walk and it was really good. How many dogs are there? Uh, There's four. It was hilarious. He goes, I'm like, who are you getting? Hi, Bella. And he's like, hi, what are these dogs names? Oh, it was funny God. we love our dogs but it was yeah. just hilarious because we can't like you can't get out more than one at a time because they are in charge then and it's like one is okay but so bella came on a walk with us and um i mean we saw a giant snake and that was the thing and but it was okay we we walked and then yeah. we came in and then we had the okay dinner that i'd made two nights before but i'm like look oh. can can you is this okay i th- i tried to make it more flavorful for you so he ate that with no complaints and i ate my dinner okay. and then and then we just took a bath and watched a show but it was like there was just like a different there's just a different feel well, yeah it feels probably like wow she actually said yes well he also took so yesterday he I, and i was feeling kind of bad he spent the whole day yesterday well, so there's been this whole saga with my car, right? First the windshield, then we took it to get fixed and Safelite said the new the new windshield was cracked. So that so then they couldn't do it. So it was already a whole thing. Like I had to, yeah. you know, because it's like dropping off and picking up and needing two vehicles and have and all the things. So whatever. So we had to go back and get it not fixed. Perfect time well, to get then, a new one. Then he's like, Well, we ordered one. It just isn't in yet. But so then he's like, Well, yeah, so yesterday. Um, we'll see. I want to see it first. It's a new vehicle that's never been out before. So it's still a Lexus. It's a little bit smaller than mine. Nice. Um, so we'll see when it comes out, if I like it or not. We're not like, we put a deposit down, but okay, we're yeah. not committed. Um, so he took my car. I got home from the gym yesterday. I noticed that my car was gone. So he had filled up the tire and he, I assumed he was taking it to Chantilly, get the tire fixed. But that's also a hassle because we can't get the inspection until the windshield is fixed, but whatever. Yeah. Since it, Lexus for two hours and they come out and say they don't have the tire, which like, I feel like you could know that in two minutes. Why did he have to? So he sat there all day, didn't get anything done. And then I had my coaching yesterday. So I needed him to pick up Asher from school. Yeah. So we did all these things. And, um, I can't believe I'm about to tell the story, but I said on my coaching, we're, we're sitting there talking and 
all the girls are saying things and you know, I love to make someone laugh. So um, <laughs> I was like, well, the other night I, I was saying how I was trying to say yes to things. And so Jonathan suggested this was the other night um, to go out to dinner again. And Ashley was going to go with us and we're contemplating where to go. Cause that's always the thing. Cause he knows I won't eat anything anywhere. Yeah. Um, so I said, Asher, I bet you would love BJ's. And Asher goes, I don't even know what BJ's is. And Jonathan goes, yeah, buddy. Daddy doesn't either. Mm. <laughs> okay, Daddy wasn't talking about a restaurant. Okay? Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, I told that story on the on the call yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I need to really not not I'm not going to get into any details here, but I I'm like I need to like up my game in a lot of departments. There's a lot yeah. of room for improvement in every aspect of our yeah. lives. Well, hey, I mean, so, the fact that you're even saying, well, I mean, listen, last night he's like, so what was it the tire? Like, what, what, what is this that I need to uh, continue to do? <laughs> like, no, it was not the tire, but it is the culmination of all these yeah. different things. Like you're, you're receptive to these things that I'm learning yeah. and that I'm sharing with you and you're listening to me and you're trying to find ways to spend more time with That's me. And so good. We, had, we had a whole conversation too. I'm like, baby, what if I said it's me or the farm? And he said, I would always pick you. And I said, I don't think you would. And he said, I, Kristen, I would always pick you. I would resent you if you made me sell the farm, but I would always pick you. I'm like, well, that means I can't say it then. Like I can't actually make you sell the farm. If you're going to resent me, then that's not going to help. But I just get stuck on, he spent so much time on this damn farm. I'm like, it's your first love. And yeah. he's like, no, it's not. You oh, are. You guys. Though, I mean, too. okay, Jonathan. <laughs> That's what he says. I know, I know, I know. But the man's thing is to provide for, yeah. So I think well, he, couldn't he provide me a cute little house on a cul-de-sac with neighbors and people around? But you don't want neighbors anymore. Yeah, I think I do. Well, maybe I don't, and that's why. That's the other part. I'm afraid to ask for what I want because what if what I want isn't actually what I want? Absolutely. <laughs> Got to get real clear. Yeah. So what you guys can do is buy a house down here, a little vacation house on there a cul-de-sac. I like that. <clears throat> yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, yeah, I don't want neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so just, it's just a whole work in progress, but That's I'm just, great. yeah. And because I was getting real stuck on, like, I think he has, he's very black and white and I'm very gray area thinker. And I think it's just a male, female thing. Yeah. Um, and he seems to very much have a fixed mindset where I have a growth mindset. Like, I think we can change anything and we can grow and we can be different. Yeah. And I think it's also just like where we are in our lives. Like he's just, he's like done the things that he set out to do. And he's almost ready to like be on the other side. Like, let me relax now. And I'm like, just climbing the mountain. Like I'm just yeah. getting here. So I'm like excited about things. And, um, you know, I you feel like we'll do that very interchangeably, you know, for sure, for sure. Definitely not gonna, but yeah. just in, in previous conversations, he would be like, I love you so much that if you can't be happy with me, I will let you go. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want you to say, we'll do anything. We'll work through anything to, to make sure yeah. we can get to the other side of this. And, um, you know, I think he was saying what he thought I wanted or needed yeah. to hear or what was the kindest thing in that moment. But for me, I want you to say, no, we are, we will do whatever we have to do. And, um, you know, we will. And I'm just, I, I, 
felt a little bad about sharing all that on my stories the other day, but then I always get this like validation that everyone or so many people are feeling those same things and no one will talk about it because yeah. it's taboo or it's too private or whatever. And I just don't have a privacy filter apparently. Well, and if you um, don't talk about it, especially in your marriage or seek out the things that you can do differently or whatever, like then those things that you've created, you know what I'm saying? It just continues to go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. And that's why people just grow apart, 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 apart. Like you got to be willing to have the the hard conversations, period. Like you have to. And it honestly, the the whole reason people don't want to have a hard conversation is because they're afraid of like the argument or whatever like comes from it. But the thing is, on the other side of the argument, there's so much peace. There's so much more yeah. happiness. There's so much more understanding of one another. And it's it's always worth the hard conversation, Absolutely. in my opinion. Always worth it. I was just sharing with Jay, too. Like, I obviously am very vocal, <laughs> you know, about <laughs> my life. And it's really cool because, you know, like, I'm obviously a red personality. And he wouldn't necessarily see me that way, right? And so it's, right. it's wild because I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you just have a totally different <laughs> version of me is all, you know, but the other thing is, is that I don't, I don't let anything, you know, if it's, if I feel a certain way or whatever, you know, a lot of, and I think with females too, just from the beginning, you know, they don't want to like make waves or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. sometimes like, Oh, well, that's, I'm just a girl. He's going to think I'm stupid or whatever, you know, whatever. But what's really cool is, you know, because we're both trying to be so intentional just about it to be different. So we don't run into a lot of those mistakes. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. Hey, like I, that really hurt my feelings. And, you know, he and I before each other were both very defensive. Like, yeah. Now, like, all right, fine. Cool. All right, cool. I'll get up. Okay. I'll go home. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. whatever. like, so I'm like, you know, the thing is, is yeah, I talk a lot and, you know, but da da da, but like, you know, I ask all the questions, I tell all the feelings, I, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, part of it is because I just, I didn't do that, or I never felt heard or validated or whatever anyways. Yeah. And so, you know, even if it's, even if we're not 100% on the same page, you know, it's usually me that I have feelings about something <laughs> or whatever. Of course, like, yeah. he's just so kind about it now, you know, he's like, and there's been times, you know, like where he's like, t- you know, almost want to throw up the hands or whatever. Yep. Yep. But then he's very like, he's like, no, like, no, we're, you know, she's, yep. he's being, you know, open enough, vulnerable enough to tell me like right. then I need to like, I need to hear her even right. if I don't agree, you know? And so I think that's just been, you know, cause I do have a lot of people that are just like, you know, what is, what's the secret? Well, the secret is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus and communication. Um, I think, I mean, it's so important. And that's what I, I struggle with feeling with him. I think what I'm discovering is like, I, like I deserve it. Cause every, there's so many things that are so good, but mm-hmm. also like if I was him, I would, I want to know what I can do to like yesterday. I texted him, like you've spent the whole day, like doing things for me. Like, how can I make your night better? Can I make dinner? Can I, what can I do? Mm -hmm. and, um, 
Oh Lord. He said, dance for me, which is a inside joke about when I used to do this stupid dance and he hated it. Like he would be like, please do not dance like that ever again. And so he said, dance for me. And I was dying laughing. I'm like, no, I'm never doing that again as long as I live. <laughs> but, um, but that's fun too. Like he just had a funny answer and, you know, it's like a little inside joke between the two of us. And I just think in the end, you just have to ask for what you want. Yeah. And you have to feel like you deserve it. And, um, you know, that's, that's, I think where I get so caught up is like, well, he does so much. He's been so good to like my kids and he's done far more for me in my opinion than I could ever do for him. And so I feel like I should just be happy, like leave well enough alone. Don't like ruffle feathers. Don't ask for more. You've already gotten so much, but if I'm feeling like he, he also doesn't want me to be feeling the way I'm feeling. And if I just leave him to try to like, guess what it is that I need. He's a man. He has no idea, no idea, you know? So it is important and it is kind to just say what it is that you want and need. Like, why are you going to make somebody try and guess and jump through hoops and, you know, try to figure you out. And especially when half the time I can't even figure myself out. (laughs) Right. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. No, that's so good. I mean, I honestly, like, I'm, I'm just so proud of you. I'm proud of your yeses. I know that that hasn't been easy for you in the past, you know, No, Um, but it just goes to show, but it also just goes to show like you guys are both invested in the Lord now. And that, that's the, that is the thing. Like that. Oh my gosh. Speaking of that, that is the thing. And he did say like, I've been, I haven't even been all, all nice about that because I was so like, speaking of resenting, I was so resentful that I spent all this time finding a church that I loved. And then he just was like, okay, we go here now. Like, yeah. I was so annoyed by that. And he's like, this is what you prayed for. And I was like, I don't actually know if I did pray for that. I think I was perfectly fine going to church by myself at my church that I love. And he's like, you did Jesus and is like, just so proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, a, not my finest moment, um, but I've embraced it. But um, we, so I asked Jonathan, I'm like, call, I want you to call our pastor and see if he'll come baptize us. Because, you know, I went down that whole rabbit hole with that TikTok that said we're going to get the Lord is coming back on September 22nd. Oh, Oh, did you not see that? Okay. So I went down this whole thing. Like she was giving all the reasons, like all the prophecy that's already been fulfilled and why they think it's this specific day and why um, the specific scripture that says no one knows the day or hour is why, how they came to the conclusion of this specific day or hour is like basically like a parable. And it was so, I was like, Oh man. And not that I thought like, I'm going to get raptured while I'm in Dallas. I mean, I still think I might, but I was like more so if this were true, how would I live my life differently? Like Mm -hmm. if I knew I had a month left on this earth, how would I live my life differently? And so I went down this whole, you know, just really contemplating that and thinking about it. And obviously I thought a lot about Caleb. Um, and I was like, we have not been baptized and we've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. I'm like, call the pastor and see if he'll come baptize us. And I, he wants, I don't know. He wants a bunch of people here, which I don't, first of all, that is, I don't want that. The pastor, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I'm like, oh, well, we can call a different pastor then because I don't want it to be a spectacle. I just want it to be us, me, Jonathan and Ashy. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Um, but I know exactly where on the farm I want it to happen. And I'm like, it needs to happen before it gets too cold. Um, y'all know I can handle the cold water, but I don't <laughs> know about them. Um, yeah. So I want to get that done. But the most amazing thing, my dad texted me the other day and he goes, I got baptized today. And I was like, what? 
And he's like, yep, at Bailey's Ford. So they did it outside. And I, my aunt then sent me a video and my aunt, my cousin who, who is sober and like doing so well. And then my mom and my dad got baptized and I was crying through the entire thing. Oh my gosh. And my dad said, I had no intention when I went, he's like, I was just there to support mom. And then in the end, he ended up getting baptized and it just felt like the biggest blessing in the world. And like, what a beautiful thing happening in our family. And I'm like, I, we just called the pastor to come and baptize us. And it's just so crazy, you know? And, um, yeah. So praise God for that. I, I had sent Caleb a message. I'm like, look, I just saw this TikTok that the Lord is coming back on September 23rd or 22nd. And I'm going to need you to get right because I need you to be raptured with me. Yeah. And not down here for the seven years of tribulation. And he, he said, absolutely not. I'll be down here drinking and lifting weights, which of course that's what he would say to me because he loves to ruffle my feathers and he loves to get a rise out of me. And I, so then I went into this whole rabbit hole about revelation and like trying to understand it because there's so many different ideas of, is there a rapture at all? Is it a pre-trib rapture? Is it a mid-trib rapture? Is it a post-trib rapture? Like do like, what exactly does it look like? What should we expect? And I'm like, these are things like I should know and I want to know. Um, so my belief now is that if the time comes and Caleb hasn't made that decision yet, that during those seven years, he will be obviously terrified and living in hell and it will bring him back to his roots and what, how he was raised, what he grew up with. Our prayers will be answered as we pray for him daily by name that he would accept Jesus into his life. And I think that living during that time will be his opportunity, will be everyone's opportunity who has yet to accept Christ into their lives to do that and live in eternity in heaven and not the lake of fire. So, um, it truly gave me hope. It gave me more hope than it did fear. And I just kept saying like, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. We are not supposed to fear this. We, we know where we're going. We are confident in whose we are and in what the plan is and how it all ends. And, um, so that was interesting to kind of go down that rabbit hole as well. I think he, I mean, there's signs of it all along, you know what I mean? Like, he he knows the Lord in his heart. I believe it. He just uh, he does want to ruffle you. He does want to ruffle my feathers. And I texted him yesterday. I saw this thing. It was like a meme, and it said, "I don't care how grown I am. I need my mom. That woman is my life." And I said, "I'm just sending this in case you wanted to post it on your Facebook." <laughs> he said, "He said although it may be true, I can't let people know that. So for that reason, I'm out." And I said, Aww. "Ha ha ha! Love a good Shark Tank reference." And he said, I'm just a funny guy. And he's, I said, you get it from your mom. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's the best, but man, he, I don't think, I don't know. He, he, he put an offer on a house the other day, but he didn't, it didn't get accepted. So that was not God's plan. Okay. And well, he'll keep, keep looking. And Stella and I here has like ripped his, he's ripped out all the flooring. He's ripped out all the trim. He's gotten rid of all the appliances. I know, but I'm like, do you have a plan to put that all back together, bro? But yeah. uh, it's his, it's his house. He's can do with it what he wants. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Hey, we'll see. Plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. We haven't, we haven't, I mean, just because we talked for an hour before we pushed record, we still (laughs) have things to say. We still didn't even cover it all. (laughs) It was. I'm, I'm so proud of you and I, I love it, man. I love love, you know? And so it's, uh, I'm proud of you for doing the work. I'm, just ecstatic, you know, that he 
that he's all in, like yeah. spiritually growing. He, and-, and too, like praying at night, I forget all the time because I'm just used to praying in my bed by myself before yeah. I go to sleep silently. And he does not let us forget. Like if we don't pray yeah, before, like I decide I'm going to sleep, he'll like come, he'll come anywhere in the house and find me and be like, we didn't pray. Um, and we pray out loud as a family. And it's just like, it's a game changer, man. It's, That's And it's was- just so good for Asher, you know, like, Absolutely. Just, I love setting that example. And um, yeah. I do, I have had some issue about like, what do you do as far as, and I'll take anyone's advice on this, but like Asher, well, as I'm saying with school, he just doesn't like to go anywhere. So he has a fit about going to church. Like he does, he, a fit in Asher's ways to just, you tell him we're going to church and he just like has tears running down his face. Like he just, he doesn't uh-huh. cause a problem. He just, cries and he does not want to go. And it's like, uh, there are one part of me is like, no, he was going to Sunday school at, at Park Valley. He does not like this. He does not like the kids church here. Um, but I know, but so I go back and forth between like, no, we give one hour a week to God. Is that like, I try, I, I try to be like kind in the way I say it, but it's like, has God not done anything for you this week that you can't give him one hour of your week? Like that is what we do. But then part of me gets worried that when I force it, if it were, were to turn him away, you know, like I don't want him to get older and be like, oh, I hated it. My mom made me go to church every Sunday. I hated that. And I'm not going now. So what I really struggle. Life? I want to talk to our pastor about like, yeah. what, how do What's you handle that? About the kid church. Because the Park Valley Kid Church is pretty dang big. And, and I was shocked that he liked to go there. He loved it. He actually did really like it. He DJ added. loves Park Valley too. And he does not love every church. And so I've I've definitely not stayed at churches because I want him to be comfortable. Right. What does, you know, what does Jonathan say? Or is that something you guys pray over? I mean, he's the one that tells him you're going because Jonathan is the one making I'm like can we never miss a week of church like hello can we like watch it online or something maybe once and he's like no we're going if we're home we're going to church which is great he's taking the lead on that yeah um but so I'm just always like well you go tell him because he's just (laughs) he's better with Jonathan obviously because it's it's like if Jonathan were to take him to school too he wouldn't cry it's like he's why he didn't like Park Valley Jonathan yeah. He felt like he couldn't make a difference there. He needs to feel like he can make a difference, which I love because he he right. wants to serve like that. And he, you know, he's doing things at this church like he's on lip. You know, like there's been all sorts of drama. Like we've got the, yeah. the building was condemned and we're back in a school and they're trying to like work with the county and all this stuff. And he has knowledge in those areas with permitting and the county and all that stuff. And he feels like he can make a difference there. So that was the difference between Park Valley is just so huge. He yeah. didn't feel like. I, I get that. Yeah. You know, and he, he he's like, even the t- our tithe, like doesn't even, I mean, it does, it does make a difference, but here yeah. it makes a real difference, yeah. you know, like, so, and he just has people there that people that he works with, people that he's comfortable with people that yeah. I know, I mean, maybe a little bit of accountability yeah. because they know whether or not he's there and coming. Um, and I've come around to, okay, this is our church now. And as long as we're doing it as a family, this is what I want to do. Um, there are definitely things I miss about Park Valley, but it it is a little bit of a concern, but Asher didn't want to go to Park Valley either. I'm like, look, bro, this one's 10 minutes away. That one's 35 minutes away. This gives you more time to get back home. (laughs) You you know, are there any, any of Jonathan's 
people? Do they have kids? Can you get them? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there any way you can find a kid or two that would make him just feel go? Yeah. Oh, well, you're going to go meet so-and-so or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. we got to figure that part out. But all in all, and I want to say that I'm so proud of you too, because we both are just, think of where we were a year ago. Like, it's why I always say I would never want to go back. I would never want to go back to any time in my life besides right now where I'm at because I'm so proud of where I'm at, what God has done in my life and what he will continue to do. And I'm excited for all of it. And you are in, I mean, a complete, you're a 180 degree different human than you were a year ago. And I mean, what, what, I mean, how amazing is God? Just, yeah, it's. Really, you know, I always am like, it's so wild or it's unbelievable or, but it's not. But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I've said all along, like, tell me there's no God or you already Mm -hmm. have everything it takes, you know, and it's just kind of back to where, you know, you and I were chatting. I'm like, you know, I, I believe that Jay completes me. And as Christians, you're actually not supposed right? Like Mm -hmm. God completes us. But Mm -hmm. what's really different in my life and his life and our life is that we have our own, um, we're very mature in our spiritual walk as individuals, but it's also like, it's literally like the picture is, and it's AJ and his son and us. And like, you know, I just picture like we're all interlocked, like Mm -hmm. all of our arms, you know, and there's just been so much favor for him and for me and for Josh and for it, you know, it's just, you know, when two or more gather, right? Like, it's just, it's a completely different life. I mean, it's just, this is the life we live and it's so fulfilling, you know, it's so many other things that, you know, maybe (laughs) think you needed or whatever you would start to realize, man, I, this is, this is all I need. This is everything I need. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that version of life is available to anyone. Everybody. All you got to do is just accept Jesus into your heart and let God take the lead in your life. And it is hard to surrender and to let go of control because I think we're mm-hmm. always like grasping onto things so tightly because we want to control them. It's like what what I do with my kids, you know, and I, once you just, you just realize you can't, you can't control it no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how much you worry or how much you fret or fear or have anxiety or try to control a situation, you absolutely are not in control of it, of any of it. It's already determined anyways. Yes. So what good, you know, like you're, you're putting yourself through all of that stress and for what, um, it's been really great. Me sharing like the hundred day devotional that I'm doing and just sharing, you know, I've always shared all of me and it's not for my glory. It's for his glory. Yeah. Um, I had another, you know, close friend of mine who actually reached out to me the other day and said they just her husband came forth and shared that he's been silently drinking for a very long time. She had no idea. And, you know, she was like just all to say, like he um, has been touched by my post you know, and so it's like, there are reasons just like the other day when you were sharing in your stories, you know, the first thing you said is like, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but you sharing and then people now hearing this, like just a couple days difference, you know, yeah. um, that is the power of God and doing the work and finding the, you know, and I, it, it, it is all for a reason, you know, yeah. it's, um, it is important. So it's just, it's, it's wild, <laughs> except for it's not, except it's not. Yep, yeah, exactly. People and just people saying like, how do you just, how do you do that? I'm like, I mean, I've done it every other way. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's how, like, yeah. if you don't want to, you know, both of us, I mean, I had literally diagnosed, you know, really bad anxiety for a long time, you know, granted the alcohol didn't help obviously, but it's just like, I just trust. Yeah. I just do. I can't explain it. You yeah. know, I don't look at my paychecks. I don't, you know, people think that's weird too. And I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. I did for so long. I was so confined by what the number was or, you know, whatever. And man, number, numbers t- took over my life for a long time. I was so concerned about the numbers. Yeah. Um, and I remember yeah. being like, you don't want to, you know, just because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll wreck you, man. Like, and, and in the grand scheme, like it's all going how it's supposed to go. And, you know, it's, it's cool to see and it's an ebb and a flow and, you know, all the things, but like, again, what you said, just in, in general with our business, it's, it's the people and it's yeah. the support and it's the growth. And it, you know, if there's anything, if there's any reason to join a business with us or like ours or whatever is for that. Now, again, you got to be careful yeah. where, where you're joining and that, you know, what you're getting into. Um, Cause a lot of times you won't until you're there. Yeah. Um, but Success leaves clues. And for us, what success looks like is, you know, the success of the people that we're surrounded by and the support and the, you know, just again, the growth, the opportunity for the Bible study, the my calls. gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I only I only know Courtney because of Amy. I only know Amy because of Mo Dare. Uh, I only know. Anna, who's doing this Bible study because of Modare. I only like so many bits and pieces of my life are connected to Modare. I mean, we're so many things, so many, so many opportunities come from this one little tiny seed. You know, Um, it is, it is. Yeah. It has just become something I never could have imagined. So (laughs) praise God for all of it. But okay. I have to go get that's right. That's right. All right. Time to go get my baby boy. Um, Happy Monday, everybody. It's good to be back. I hope you guys all got a laugh out of the waxing story from last week. um, Just the... The, we gotta find the one after I finally went to. I got find it. We can re we'll re-air that one. Find that one. That was so fun to listen to an episode oh, from 2019. Man. I enjoyed it so much. So yeah. and I, all I could think about is we used to be so funny. I feel like we got really serious for a while. And now yeah, it's like funny, and also it's less easy to be funny when you're godly. I hate to say it. But a lot of what I was funny about was naughty. (laughs) A lot of naughty stuff. A lot of sarcasm. A lot of things maybe God wouldn't love. But he still loves a sense of humor. So. Don't we you can, remember we can I always it. said God made me to cuss. Like yeah, and then we're yeah, he actually did it. I don't know how it goes, but, yeah, <laughs> but that's actually that's actually like a really good lesson in you can convince yourself of a lot of things. Oh man, I did. Right? And you can be real convicted in your in your beliefs, yeah. but when you really dig in, God really spells it out and we were not made to cuss. So yeah. Anyway. All right, everybody. Turns Happy out. Happy Monday. Yeah, Happy turned out. <laughs> Made up. Bye. Okay, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. Stay up to date by following Steph underscore view and Kristen Lee Ballard on Instagram. Please share this episode and rate and review us today on iTunes. Thanks for being here. We love y'all. Later.